everyone. Welcome into another episode of Hang the Banner Podcast. And our second episode that we do, we'll be taking a deep dive into the recent NFL games over this weekend, the AFC and NFC Championship. Uh, but for this one, we'll start off with the AFC, which saw the Cincinnati Bengals defeat the Kansas City Chiefs on the road 27-24. to I'm Colby Wilkerson, and I'm joined by my friend Derek Hunt, who'll be uh, talking a whole lot more about NFL because he definitely watches that more than anybody I know. So he can have some good insights, and he's got a little personal thing towards, uh, well, a certain Cincinnati quarterback. But uh, we'll let him talk about it. So, Derek, what do you think about just first impressions of the game? The legend continues. The myth. The legend of Joe Burrow. Joey B. Joe Shiesty, as they call him. I think there's like what, a movie coming out, or it came out in December 25th of Kurt Warner called American Underdog. What Joe Burrow is doing right now, in like 20, 30 years, they got to make a movie about him. If, if he wins this Super Bowl, if he goes in and beats the Rams, there's got to be a movie made about him. I mean... Back up to a backup at Ohio State, transferred to LSU, continued to win a national championship, undefeated, probably one of the best seasons of college football, and then he goes in in his second year behind like the worst offensive line, and is leading them to the Super Bowl. After 31 years of the Bengals not winning a playoff game, he goes in in his second year and gets him there. It's amazing. Wow, that was a lot of bias that I... I'm a little surprised. I shouldn't have been surprised that you just come out with that much bias, but, you know, I kind of was. So. It's, it's not bias. It's just true. <laughs> I mean... It's not bias if it's true. Yes, exactly. Quote it up. Not it's not bias if it's true. Okay, well, we're just going to talk about how the game went and not your love for this man, but... Uh, My love is high. <laughs> well, it started off not so well in the game for him as uh, it saw... The defense for Cincinnati give up three straight touchdown drives. They go up 21 to three, while you know the Bengals only had really the one drive throughout the first half. Uh, you know until the end there, they only really threatened to score one time, and that's when they just kind of kicked the field goal. You know where there were some questionable calls, I believe, on that drive where they tried to get the touchdown out of it, but they were only able to get three points. And we saw them fall down 21 to three, and it looked like it was over when you're in Arrowhead. And you fall down 21-3 to with an offense that's rolling, hadn't been stopped yet. And then even, the, you know, eventually the, the Bengals did get the big scoring drive right before the end of the half. Where they drove down with, I believe it was a screen. Uh, yes. And they got down at 21-10, I believe about 40 yards or so. But we saw exactly what we saw with Patrick Mahomes and the Bills the week before. You leave him too much time. He drives right down the field and gets all the way down to uh, second and goal. I believe, and then get stopped trying to swing it to Tyreek Hill right before. And what I think really kind of changed the whole complexity of that game, because uh, that could have been easily 28-10 to 10 at halftime, an 18-point lead, which is the, you know, the largest lead the Chiefs had. But instead, it stayed 21-10, and then the Chiefs come out and got stopped. So kind of how do you think that the, the Bengals' defense were able to adjust and kind of uh, go from allowing three straight touchdown drives and then the fourth one get all the way down the – about the one-yard line and then only kind of got saved by the half to instantly in the second half only giving up three points, which came at the end of regulation. Yeah, and it could have it could have been 24-10 to 10 because they should have just kicked the field goal. Right, but right. there's like a report out there that Patrick Mahomes told the coaching staff that he wanted to go for it, and that kind of cost them being greedy there at the end. But coming out in the second half, um, they just made a lot of adjustments. They covered better. Um, they were able to uh, rush Patrick Mahomes a lot better. 
um, Joe Burrow was running around the pocket thinking he was like Kyler Murray and it ended up costing him on a few third downs where he uh, couldn't find anyone and just got sacked and just constant punts, three and outs. And then right. you give the ball back to Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, that offense, they're going to do something with it if you give them uh, opportunities over and over. Right, right. Well, my thing, I think it kind of started with the secondary played a whole lot better in the second half compared to the first half. Go back and watch highlights. The first half, we saw multiple plays with Tyreek Hill running wide open. That's, boom, a big chunk play, about 30 yards. Miko Hardman, I think, on one sideline deep ball caught that. And they just, you know, I don't know to get off the field. Sometimes you don't even cover uh, Travis Kelsey sometimes, it feels like, which I don't know how you do that. But, you know, and in the second half, you didn't see players running wide open. They tried to force them into Kelsey to Tyreek Hill, and there was defenders there. And like you said, uh, you stop kind of forcing them, and you start seeing uh, Patrick Mahomes thinking he's Kyler Murray, dancing around the pocket, running around, and eventually time run out. Mm-hmm. And they kept getting sacks. And, and credit to the defensive line, too, because once he's running around and the secondary's holding down, they got to him. They didn't allow him to get outside and then just, you know, kind of deflate the defense uh, with a big, like, 10-yard scramble for a first down when you're playing great defense. And that just kind of kept happening. Uh, we also saw Patrick Mahomes throw his first interception in a championship game, I believe. Yes. Like, one of the conference championships. And, and it was to a D lineman, so... <laughs> And that was also a big turning point in that game as well. It was like two big turning points because um, into the second half, sure, the defense made stops, but even though the offense wasn't really doing anything with it, um, I think right, right. the offense ended up like going three and out. Or they didn't get any um, scores on their opening possession of the second right. half. So the defense had to step up for multiple possessions until the offense actually did something. Right. So if I remember it right, I mean, it's not – I know you sit there and you have your love for your man, but it's not like the Bengals came out in the second half and was just unstoppable on offense. They got, what, two field goals and then a touchdown and then went for two, I believe, right, to get to 24 when they tied it up and then they kicked another field goal in overtime. Uh, but you're right, it started with defense, but in the offense kind of come along and just found the plays and made what they had to do to, to score and take advantage of it. But you're right, the, the big turning point, the defensive plays – uh, that the turnovers forcing them and just shutting down the Chiefs at home when they started off red hot. So yeah, that's, that's hard to do in Arrowhead. It is you, right. You think like everyone thought the game was over after even after it was fourteen three. Um, I had the receipts. I have all the Twitter uh, people <laughs> tweeting congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs when it wasn't even halftime yet. Well, let's let's be real. I'm sure even <laughs> Bengals fans weren't you know too optimistic on what was going to happen when it just went down twenty one to three, third straight drive scoring and. You hadn't done much at all on the road. Oh, yeah. I wasn't very optimistic either. And um, I'm the big, one of the biggest Joe Burrow fans there is. Um, I think the biggest comeback in AFC Championship history was the 18-point uh, deficit yeah. for the Colts-Patriots in 06. I was, I was wondering when you'd bring that up. Yeah. Man. Being a Colts fan, you know, you got to bring that up as well. <laughs> um, but overall, I think uh, Joe Burrow made some plays getting out of many sacks. That one yeah, sack he got yeah. out of where he ran on a third and seven, got out of the sack, got out of another ankle tackle. Yeah, there was a couple of plays where he did exactly like that. You'd think it'd be a huge momentum-changing shift for the Chiefs to get some momentum back on their side when looking like a comeback could happen. They've got Joe Burrow for a sack and then a big defensive stop, and somehow he just drags out of it and then mm-hmm. scrambles for a first down. And that was important, too, because if he gets tackled that on that third and seven for a right. sack, they don't get that field goal that to make it 24-21. To go up and lead. take the lead and force. Yeah. you know. And even at the end there, the last drive for the Chiefs, they were driving down. And they got first and goal with just under two minutes. Mm-hmm. 
and you're starting to think, all right, here we go. Chiefs are going to like you know be shut out pretty much the entire second half, but one last drive of Patrick Mahomes having the ball, and they're going to steal it back from him. And the same thing that kind of went on for the entire second half, they started trying to pass the ball. When the first, I think the first play was a run play. It didn't get any much, get much at all. Second play, he drops back and he's you know does the Kyler Murray scrambling around. But credit, that's a coverage sack to me. Yeah, sure. Right. He, yes. He's he's running around and you know nobody's there. He's not trying to force it, but eventually somebody gets to him and it's a big sack. And now all of a sudden it's third and long. You know, well still third and goal, but a whole lot longer than they were. And the same thing happens. They even have to kick a longer field goal than what was really comfortable. It would have been comfortable before, but still even made you a little nervous if you were a Chiefs fan watching just to tie it up and send it to overtime. And he fumbled on that play, too. Yeah, he did, track. and it could have ended right there. Could have. Um, but instead, they kicked the field goal. They tied up at 24. And I believe everyone in the country was about to already was already complaining about the NFL overtime rules with the coin toss. If the Chiefs would have went down there on the first drive and scored a touchdown, Stewart... I believe NFL would have been forced oh, had to, to change the overtime rules. Just the amount of complaints that would have been sent. I mean, everyone already complains about it. You know, but even when the announcers on the game, they sit there and have to say, I don't remember the exact stats, like home team, or not the home team. 10-1. 10-1. Te- mm-hmm. 10-1 is the record of the team that wins the coin toss yes. in overtime games. 10-1 in postseason, I yes, believe. Yeah, postseason. In all postseason games. So... Uh, when the Chiefs do it, you know, back-to-back, we just saw it the week before in a great game with the Chiefs and Bills. We thought, here we go again. And then one of the first few plays is a near-pick six by Eli Apple. Yes. And you think, gosh, that was the Bengals' chance. Mm-hmm. I thought when that dropped it, you know, when he dropped that interception, they didn't make that play when you had it. That was over to me because I thought, you know, Patrick Mahomes is just going to do what he does and it's gonna, you know going to end. But sure enough, the very next play, they throw it deep Tyreek Hill. And, you know, like we said earlier – First half, Tyreek Hill was running wide open. They throw it to Tyreek Hill on this play in overtime. He's not wide open. It's a perfectly timed kind of punch from behind, and it gets intercepted by another defensive player on the on the tip. Von so. Bell, I believe, intercepted it, and Jesse Bates uh, punched right. it out. I believe it's so. That's the second. Place. You know, Patrick Mahomes had never thrown an interception in a conference championship game, and then he threw a second one here in this one. So, secondary really changed the game for him. Um, after that, you know, they come out and they really didn't have to make any big plays. It was just kind of methodical, some short throws and a couple runs and got in the field goal range, set it up, and the Bengals kicker, McPherson, is straight money right now at such a young age. Uh, he's playing lights out, and, you know, I think he said the quote after or last week against the Titans. He said, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you think he walked up and said, looks like we're going to the Super Bowl? He had to. He had to. I mean, if you're kicking that lights out, I mean, you've got to have confidence when you go up in that situation oh, yeah. anyway. And it, hey, if you can keep doing it like that, go for it. I'll tell you what, the AFC is loaded, though. This is becoming a competitive um, conference. Oh, yeah. Who knows what hap- what's going to happen with Rodgers and Brady in the yeah. NFC? Like, that side's wide open. Right. But, like, you got Burrow, you got Mahomes, you got Josh Allen, Herbert, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You're going to need yeah. a quarterback to play if you want to get to the Super Bowl in the AFC. Hint, hint, Colts. <laughs> That's a rant for another day, I feel like. So, uh, Yes. All right, so we'll be breaking down what we think the Bengals' actual chances are, and I'll kind of give our predictions on uh, if they can actually win the whole thing, having to play the Los Angeles Rams. We'll do that in a later episode on the podcast. Uh, but for now, uh, this is Hang the Banner Podcast. I'm Colby Wilkerson. That was Derek Hunt giving our thoughts on the AFC Championship. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you in another one.